0: You're listening to Consider This, episode 295, for the 13th of July, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. It's nice to have you along for another episode of what I like to call Consider This, because that's its name. My name is Doug Payton, and you found the award-winning podcast of my conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. Feedback is always appreciated and highlighted. Point your web browser at considerthis.ctpodcasting.com feedback to let me know what you think. That's CT as in cancel this. The cancel culture is what I'm examining this time out, but first... We'll get a listener's thoughts on what she's missed during the lockdown. That's coming up. Well, it's that time of the year again. The Podcast Awards are taking nominations for the best podcasts of 2020. Just go to podcastawards.com to sign up and vote. You'll find Consider This in the Politics and News category, as well as People's Choice. There are a lot of other categories, so if you have other favorites, see if they're in there as well. That's podcastawards.com, or click on the vote link on the sidebar of my website. Thanks so much. I've been asking what you've learned, or enjoyed, or missed, or lost during this pandemic. Listener Linda, a friend of mine from summer camp staff way back in the day, let us know about the events and the people she's missing. Quote, Missed AA meetings, a wedding, and three graduations. AA's yearly Founders Day celebration in Akron was canceled. As a recovering alcoholic, it was a bit tough not being able to connect with fellow Alkies, as I have for 30 years. But like everybody, we adjusted. Although there have been a sad ton of relapses and deaths for those who weren't able to rest on their faith and AA's program found in the book or online meetings. The church thing has been maddening. I don't go regularly, but many churches could have operated safely. The overreach angered me. Close quote. Thanks so much for sharing your journey through this, Linda. This highlights another aspect of the cost of a lockdown the loss of support from others. Phone calls are good, Zoom or Skype calls are good, but nothing beats a good face to face meeting. And the church thing is finally changing in many places. Yeah, there was certainly some inconsistency in some states, but I think those restrictions are on the way out. Thanks again for writing. And you can let us know what's happening in your pandemic life as well by looking for the post that's pinned to the top of the Facebook page and the group. What was acclaimed just yesterday is now problematic today. What got awards before is being cancelled now. Blink, and the woke crowd will smite you. Case in point, the musical Hamilton. In 2016, it swept the Tony Awards. That was then... This is 2020. (laughs) Which is a phrase that could be applied to so much this year. Hamilton himself was an abolitionist. But the hypothetical criticism now is that he didn't do enough to convince other founding fathers to agree. It took a civil war in this country to finally abolish slavery, but Hamilton was supposed to do it single-handedly. Well, because he didn't, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the writer and star of Hamilton, had to make his Twitter account private from all the criticism. And when he got back, he had to apologize for not working that into an already two-and-a-half hour musical. Hamilton was the toast of the town for years, but that was then. This is 2020. Maya Forstadter, a researcher from the Center for Global Development, was fired last year after tweeting that a person cannot change their biological sex. In support of her, author J.K. Rowling tweeted this, quote, Dress however you please. Call yourself whatever you like. Sleep with any consenting adult who will have you. Live your best life in peace and security. But force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real? Hashtag, I stand with Maya. Hashtag, this is not a drill. The human rights campaign came out against Rowling. Fans who had been with her all this time turned on a dime and called her a bigot, a transphobe. Celebrities who liked the tweet had to apologize after the avalanche of anger directed at them. All this over a scientific observation that was uncontested until yesterday, but that was then. This is 2020. The list goes on. Conservative speakers have been kept from speaking at colleges because campus security had concerns for their safety. That doesn't happen with liberal speakers. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked to leave a restaurant because she was the press secretary for President Trump. Ted Cruz was harassed by Democratic voters in another restaurant enough to feel he needed to leave. But as mob actions tend to do, this one started to eat the mob itself. You see, the cancelling, the thought crime police, came initially from the left. Now, if you have some examples of cancelling from the right, I'd like to hear it, but conservatives have been complaining for years now that this sort of stuff has been going on. On this very show, way back in episode 73 in 2014, I recounted how Brendan Eich, former CEO of Mozilla, felt he had to step down after it came out that he gave $1,000 of his own money to California Proposition 8 defending traditional marriage. Five years earlier. The blowback was so intense he decided to step down. It was his choice, of course, he could have stood up to the mob, but there are other considerations when you are the face of a company. It's been going on a long while, and conservatives have tried to make noise about this, but even today some pundits on the left deny it exists. But the mob started coming for the left, like the actors in Hamilton. Or consider a cafe in New York City that ticks off all the boxes. Two drag queens host charity bingo tournaments there. A Black Lives Matter sign is in the window. The owner provided childcare for a worker. On MLK Day, he organized a brunch to raise money for an immigrant advocacy organization. But then they found out he voted for Trump. And the rest didn't matter. The backlash unnerved him so much, he wrote an open letter asking for forgiveness if that vote caused hurt or pain. This is why, I believe, the latest pushback to cancel culture came... Finally, from the left. The link is in the show notes to an open letter published in Harper's Magazine defending free speech and condemning cancel culture. This one line to me is the heart of the matter quote, We need to preserve the possibility of good faith disagreement without dire professional consequences. Close quote. Other than some jabs at Trump and the right wing, the letter is, or should be, standard operating procedure in a free speech society. There are dozens and dozens of signatories to the letter. But two of them decided to take their names off of it. One of them, Jennifer Finney Boylan of the New York Times, said, I did not know who else had signed that letter, close quote, as if that should matter. J.K. Rowling signed it as well. So I have at least one idea of who she might be talking about. But another signer of the letter let Ms. Boylan know that what she was doing was contradictory. Malcolm Gladwell said, quote, I signed the Harper's letter because there were lots of people who also signed the Harper's letter whose views I disagreed with. I thought that was the point of the Harper's letter, close quote. Indeed it was. And to that I say to the many others who signed it, welcome. I'm so glad you could join us. It's a good thing to defend free speech. Meanwhile, Halle Berry and Scarlett Johansson received an earful and subsequently dropped projects where they were going to play transgendered men. Besides the fact that actors routinely play roles that they themselves are not, if that's the standard we must salute now, someone ought to tell Lin-Manuel Miranda that Alexander Hamilton was white. (laughs) No, I don't think he should have to step down from the part, but you know how I feel about consistency. If you write a rule, it should be enforced equally, right? Well, thanks for listening, and don't forget to vote. No, the presidential election isn't until November, but the Podcast Awards are taking your nominations all this month. Check out podcastawards.com, and remember to vote for Consider This...